You're listening to the Your Today Story podcast, and I am your host, Gina Kershaw. Today, I want to talk with you about subliminal messaging or subliminals. It's kind of a different topic and one that you may have an initial negative reaction to because of stories you might have heard in the past. But the reason why I want to talk about subliminals is their connection with the subconscious mind. And you guys know I'm all about reprogramming the subconscious mind so that you can start manifesting faster and more effectively. Honestly, I've always kind of been interested in subliminals since I first heard about them as a teen. The idea of seeing a word flash by or hearing something without consciously registering it, but it's still having an effect upon me and my behavior was really fascinating. So in this past year, I've had a chance to learn a lot more about subliminals, how they can even slow down the aging process, help cure disease, and how they can help us move past limiting beliefs that we've been stuck in our entire lives, limiting beliefs about what we think we are capable of accomplishing. So subliminals can be pretty cool. If you'd like to learn more, stay tuned. Hi there, I'm Gina Kershaw, a former criminal defense attorney that has helped thousands of women get back on their feet and move forward after challenging times in their lives. Building on that experience, I've spent the last 15 years mentoring, motivating, and coaching women to see their true potential so they can take action toward living their dreams. This podcast bridges the gap between where you are now and where you want to be by giving you the tools to find your purpose, get control over your emotions and feelings, and start having an impact for good for yourself and everyone around you. These tools are life-changing and will help you to obtain all that you desire, whether it's a successful business or simply peace and clarity in your life. So glad to have you here. Welcome to the podcast. If you're interested or just have been a little bit curious about how to manifest the things you want in your life. Here's the bottom line. You have to make a connection or a bridge between your conscious mind and your subconscious mind. So your conscious mind is what you are aware of right now in this moment. So look around you, what you see around you, what you hear, what you're doing, what you're thinking right now. It's like um, the things that you can consciously think about what you want in your life, what you're thinking about your relationships or your job or your current financial situation. And your conscious mind may really want to change a few of these things, like honestly want to change a a few of these things. But if you're like most people, you just have a hard time making those changes. So what is getting in the way? This is where your subconscious mind comes into play because that's the part of your mind that's really running the show. So while you may want to have more abundance and prosperity in your life, and you may even be willing to work a lot harder for it, if your subconscious mind says that you will never be able to have financial security, then no matter how hard you work, you're still going to see the same amount of money in your bank account for your entire life. You may consciously want to meet the love of your life, but if your subconscious mind says there's no good men out there or you're not pretty enough or thin enough or smart enough, 
then that right person may not be put in your path. Your subconscious mind is so powerful. Um, I ran across this fact and I found it very interesting. Subconsciousness is able to process 20,000 bits of information simultaneously. So at the same time, while consciously we're only able to deal with about seven bits of information at the same time. So your subconscious mind is doing all kinds of things in the background and it's making a lot of the decisions for you in your life. And that is why most of what I do with my clients is working to change these subconscious patterns that just hold us back, hold us back, hold us back. You may really want something in life, um, relationships, wealth, success, freedom. And you guys, you may really, really consciously want those things and be willing to work for them. But if your subconscious mind is playing in the background messages like you're not really going to be able to do this or you'll never make money at that or I'll never be in a loving relationship, it doesn't matter how much you truly want something and work towards even manifesting it. If you don't get your subconscious mind on board, it just isn't going to happen. So what does that have to do with subliminals? Well, let me tell you. Subliminals have a way of getting into your subconscious mind in ways that you can't do consciously or on purpose. And it's actually really cool if you can use this knowledge to help you. Before we get into that, I just want to address this fact that you may have heard negative things about subliminal messaging in the past, and I heard those things too. When I was younger, I I heard, and I don't know, it, it was from my parents or my friends probably, but I heard that the media and other bad people were trying to brainwash me by flashing messages so fast on the TV or in music that I wouldn't be able to consciously see them or hear them. And I was told that these messages were embedded into heavy metal music and rated R movies. (laughs) And they flashed words like sex, Satan, cigarettes. Wow, they all start with S. That's interesting. Well, cigarettes don't, but it sounds like that. (laughs) Total side note. But other bad things like that. And so I just knew like, oh my gosh, I had to stay away from those things, right? Stay away from that kind of music. It's so dangerous and those kind of movies. And here's the interesting part about about this is it's partly true. So movie theaters were known to flash words like popcorn or Coca-Cola during a movie and, you know, in a way that you, you couldn't actually see it. And it increased sales of snacks. And grocery stores, they will play music with a slower tempo to subconsciously slow down your pace so that you end up seeing more products, staying in the store longer, and possibly buying more. So businesses definitely know how to use subliminal messaging to increase their bottom line. And just so you know, subliminal messaging can be It can be all kinds of things. It can be something you hear. It can be something you see. In the case of the grocery stores, it can be just a feeling or a tempo or a beat. It's anything that affects you on a subconscious level that you're not aware of. Subliminal messaging is also used in advertising. 
Um, but not in the way you might think. It's not like it's in, you know, flashing words, but instead it's done with really clever design. Uh, the Tostitos logo has in the middle of it has two people sharing salsa. You might, you guys might know some of these already, but the FedEx logo has an arrow in it. And then the Amazon logo has a smile connecting A to Z. So in each of these, you have this subconscious feeling that this business is helping you, that they're your friend, that they're going to do something that will improve your life. And so you, uh, you know, you are attracted to these companies and they're not technically like hidden messages, but we're still not always aware of them unless they're pointed out to us. Um, I'm going to link in the show notes to a website that has like 10 of these subliminal designs and advertising. It's actually pretty interesting. But what makes subliminal messaging so sneaky is that even though we're completely unaware of the message hidden in whatever we're watching or listening to, part of our subconscious mind can't help but res respond to this um, information. And it happens entirely without our knowledge or our consent. That's interesting. Studies have shown that your subconscious mind can hear all the conversations going on in a crowded restaurant, even if you think you are only listening to the person next to you. That's why you can perk up if you hear your name across the room. So the bottom line is that subliminal messaging can be a power, it is a extremely powerful way of connecting to the subconscious mind. And if that's the case, why not use it to our benefit, right? That's what I was thinking. And so I found a few studies um, that kind of show how subliminal messaging can actually be used in a positive way. And the first one I came across was about slowing down the aging process. And I was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, tell me more about that. <laughs> so here's what they found out, that people who like have more positive stereotypes about aging, aging they age differently than those who have more negative stereotypes, even if they're completely similar in other ways, including how healthy they are. So Yale and UC Berkeley came together and did a study, and they wanted to see if they could change people's views on aging. And they wanted to see if then, by changing those views, it actually improved their health. So they put together this study group of 100 people aged 66 to 99 years old, and they split them into four groups. Group one was the group that they used subliminal messaging on. Group two, they also did um, some exercises with, with the same type of uh, positive words. And group three they, three, they did both. And then group four was just a control group. So I'll explain this a little bit better here in a second. The experiment was for four weeks, and they got together once a week for 15-minute sessions. So this first group... This first group basically like sat down in front of a computer and watched something for 15 minutes. And they unconsciously, so it was all subliminal messaging, they observed words that were positive to aging. So words would flash across the screen like wise, creative, spry, fit, beautiful. So 
Those words were flashed on a laptop so quickly that only their subconscious minds could even register it. Their slower conscious minds couldn't perceive the words at all. So the second group also met for 15 minutes once a week for four weeks. And what these participants did was they basically sat there and wrote like in a journal and they wrote down the same exact positive words about aging. But the difference here was that they were completely aware of what they were writing. Um, They were completely aware of the words as they were writing them on the paper. And there was no subliminal messaging at all. The third group did both. So they were exposed to subliminal positive messaging, and also they physically wrote the words down. And then the fourth group um, was not exposed to any kind of subliminal messaging. And they did write things down, but not those specific positive words, right? So they thought they were still part of this experiment. Well, the crazy thing is, and the wonderful thing is that the winner, like, beyond bounds was this first group. And this first group significantly strengthened their positive age stereotypes and their self-perceptions about age. Now, remember, this is the group that was just watching something on the laptop that didn't have anything to do with age, but yet they were flashed these words, these positive words about age. And this is the group that had the most remarkable change. And not only that, not only did they have better self-perception about age, but their physical changes. Oh my gosh. So all of the participants in the entire study were tested on physical tasks, um, like from the very beginning and throughout the study. So it was things like getting up and down from a chair repeatedly, um, walking across a room, holding poses that challenge their balance. They were also tested on their vision and dexterity, like how how well they can move their fingers. And this group with only the subliminal positive messaging showed significant improvement in their physical functioning compared to before this experiment began, four weeks before. Here's the wild thing. They showed greater physical improvement than a group of similar aged adults that exercised for four months. No lie. Is that crazy? Oh my gosh. So cool, right? So what about the other groups? So the other groups that actually wrote essays about, you know, positive, fit, energetic elders, they showed no improvement. And then, of course, the control group showed no improvement. This is a really cool experiment because it shows that subconscious messaging is an effective way to break through negative beliefs that we've had since we were children. I know when I was in high school, I had a one of my English teachers, she was 25, and I remember her saying that she was um, engaged to be married, and I thought, oh my gosh, she's so old. <laughs> she was 25. But it's so funny, right? Like from the time we're little, we we just have these perceptions about aging. Of course, now I think, you know, 50s young. So, but, you know, aging is something that we learn. Um, media, TV, like this constant deluge of ads that, you know, talk about improving your appearance and looking younger and and, you know, calming your wrinkles and all of that. They all imply that aging is bad. So this negative perception of age is deep, but the subliminal message 
interventions bypassed these long these lifelong beliefs. And it worked because the subliminal messages reached the subconscious minds where their negative programming lives. So why didn't the groups that like were writing down the, the, um, the positive words show any improvement? Well, here's why. It's the same reason if you really want something in your life, but it's just not happening. So they were consciously writing the words down, but these you know, beliefs that they had kind of under the surface had been there for so long, even though their conscious mind was writing like energetic, fit, spry, wise, and and they were believing it. Their subconscious mind was just setting it aside because of lifelong beliefs. So knowing that we can so easily actually get into our subconscious mind is really cool. Here's another one. Um, There was a study done in 2007 about hotel workers. So what they did is the researchers told a half of the cleaning staff at seven hotels that they were, by cleaning rooms and doing their normal jobs without anything else, that they were burning lots of calories in their daily work. And they told them that burning those calories uh, or doing their work was enough to even satisfy the Surgeon General's recommendations for an active lifestyle. And so they told that to half of the cleaning staff, and they did not tell that to the other half. Now, they didn't say that burning calories would contribute to weight weight loss or anything like that. But in those workers' subconscious minds, they had been previously programmed that burning calories equals losing weight. So none of their behaviors changed, right? They all still did their normal work. But after four weeks, the group that had perceived that they were getting more exercise actually lost weight. They had um, higher rates of lowering their blood pressure. They lowered their body fat, their waist to hip ratio, and their BMI. I mean, this just shows what belief can do. So they believe by just doing their regular job that they were burning enough calories to start actually getting more fit and healthy. And that's all it was, was just subconscious reprogramming. Just these few studies show what a powerful influence subconscious uh, beliefs have over not only what you do, but also over your cells and your body. And your brain is really in control, not only over your physical body, but every aspect of your life, like how you live your life. So if you could start to make changes in your brain with subliminals, would you do it? Would you try it? And if you wanted to do it, how would you do it? Here's what I did. I decided to give this a try. So I was so um, curious about this. And just based on the science of it, I was like, this is, I don't know why people aren't doing this. So like I said, I decided to give it a try. I wrote down a a very like long list of affirmations, um, things I really wanted to impress upon my subconscious mind about what I could accomplish and who I am. And I recorded it in my own voice so that my mind would be hearing my voice. And then I put meditation music over it so that the words would not be heard by my conscious mind. All I hear is this very soothing music. 
And the music is so soft and calming that I can like literally play it in the background while I'm working. It's it's a uh, good music for actual meditation. So I sit on the beach, I close my eyes, I just listen to it. And it's also good to listen to before bed. So if you're curious to, about what that might sound like, I'm going to play a sample right now. Here you go. Now, in this part of the music, just so you know what I'm saying underneath the surface, I am saying this. I am healthy. I am wealthy. I easily attract the right clients. Money flows into my life easily. I'm happy. I know everything in life is a blessing. I love to learn and I'm good at it. I love to help people and I'm good at it. My life matters. I'm an example of what is possible. So I did, um, like I said, I wrote down a very long list. That's just a small sample of the kinds of things that I said. The entire recording is about 30 minutes. So here's what I found so far. After only three days, I've only been doing this for three days, and I probably listened to it maybe three or four times a day just in the background. I'm totally convinced this is working. I have already... I'm already having ideas that I've never had before. And I have been able to easily manifest money into my life. It's so awesome. Like an unexpected vacation chat showed up at the house for a few thousand dollars. And then we had an unexpected refund for $337 hit one of our accounts. I'm like just literally blown away, blown away. And I'm sure that these affirmations about how money is energetically attracted to me, they're working. And the subliminal recording is helping my subconscious mind just bypass all of my previous underlying negative stories about how money is hard to get and that I have to work hard for it. It's been really eye-opening so far. I know some of you might be skeptical, and I totally understand that. That's why I wanted to start with the science behind it and the studies behind it. Um, those things are real. Research has been going on on the subject since, I don't know, the early 50s about how subliminal messaging can affect behavior. And I mean, if that's, if that's the science, why not use it to your benefit? And so that's what I'm trying to do. And if you're curious about doing something like that for yourself, um, there is a website that I used to create uh, my own subliminal recording. It was super easy. Um, I think it was like $19 and it's called MindZoom, but I will link. There's other ways to do it without using a program too. So you can look, look them up on YouTube or something, but I will give you the link below if you want to try it for yourself. I, I'm, I'm, you guys, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to see if using this positive subliminal messaging in my life, if it's going to start shifting the way my subconscious has been programmed since I was a child. 
I mean, we've all been programmed since we were children to believe certain things. And most of us, if not all of us as adults, are still living that programming. And some of it's not um, positive. Some of it is stuff that's holding us back. And so I'm... I'm just so excited to think that some of this, um, some of this programming that I have going on in the back of my mind unconsciously can be improved by doing, by listening to myself. So it's, it feels pretty good. And the studies, right? The studies and the research are all very convincing to me. Um, but overall, after just three days, I feel really good about it. It feels great. So I hope you found this interesting, that it sparked some curiosity. I hope you found it helpful. I will keep you posted. I'm just, I'm still just at the beginning of this experiment. So I will definitely let you know how it goes. I would love if you would share this podcast with somebody who might benefit from it or be interested in it. And uh, if you are inclined to leave a review that always helps people find the podcast. Um, it helps people find the podcast and, and especially if it's something that they would benefit from or learn from. So I love it when people leave reviews. I'm really appreciative of that. All right, that's it for this week, you guys. I will see you next week. <laughs>